Hey, it's Jessica Dirksen, and you are listening to the True to You podcast, the place to be to get the tools to live your life by design so that you can be the person you want to be and live a life that you love. What is up, everyone? You're listening to the True to You podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dirksen, and today I have my very first guest of season two of the show. I am chatting with Lisa Conto. Lisa helps women confidently create freedom, wealth, and fulfillment. Lisa spent 10 years in a nursing career that led her to burnout and being consumed with negative emotions. After much exploration and self-discovery, she found herself deep into the personal development world. Lisa began helping other women who were also feeling stuck, and it quickly became a passion in her calling. Lisa loves teaching about manifestation, all things mindset, and spirituality. It is her mission to empower and help women become the creators of their own destiny. Hey, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited. So let's start with you introducing yourself, tell everyone who you are and what you are up to in the world. I am a transformational mindset coach. And uh, my story is really that I uh, was a nurse for 10 years and I found myself just really stuck and lost and unfulfilled. I had completely shut off my emotions. I just felt like a zombie. I kept, um, I made good money as a nurse. So I just kept escaping and I kept like traveling all over the world, but it was an escape. And so I was living this facade of a life, but I truly wasn't happy within. And this led to ultimately my, um, the big changing moment was when my fiance kind of threatened to like, you know, like something's got to change or we can't do this because, you know, I was just completely shut down and um, just unhappy. And that's when I was like, oh, well, what do you mean something's wrong? And that was the point where I started my self-discovery of figuring out who I truly was and um, what I wanted to do with my life. I had no idea that I could actually love a job. I had no idea that people actually liked waking up in the morning with an alarm. (laughs) Um, You know, I was just doing what people told me to do, right? You go to school, you get a good job, you get a relationship, and then you save money and work, and then you're going to buy a house and have kids and live happily ever after. And that just wasn't what, um, wasn't what I wanted anymore. And it, just took like a rude awakening for me to realize that. And so that led to me hiring um, a life coach. And ever since then, my life completely changed. I had um, a spiritual awakening. I started transforming my mindset and started living my life how I actually wanted to. I eventually quit nursing and um, I'm working full-time in my business and helping other women now find their passion and live their purpose and create an impact. So it has been just such a journey and um, it's truly my passion that the work that I'm doing now. Awesome. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I was working, like years ago, was working in a job that I 
I really liked it at first and then I really started to dislike it. They made a lot of changes and I was just kind of sitting at a computer doing data entry and it was not my thing. And my husband said like, same thing. He's like, something has to change. Like you are obviously so unhappy. You need to figure this out. And that was like my push and shove, you know, to really start my journey. So it's just kind of funny how similar our stories are in that sense. Um, Lisa, can you walk us through your self-discovery kind of like what what did that look like for you? A lot, a lot of mindset work. I had so many beliefs and blocks that I picked up as a child and going through life. Um, I was really picked on as a kid and um, that made a huge impact. Like I didn't feel like I could belong anywhere, that I fit in anywhere. So I was just super independent, super like to myself, like I'm going to do this and um, no one else can help me because I don't trust you. Women are the enemy. And so like all of these beliefs of um, thinking that I couldn't make a certain amount of money, like if someone would mention well, it's possible you make a million dollars of it. What? Absolutely not. Not in nursing, like no way. And so just changing the beliefs was really a big piece for me and realizing that I can create everything that I want to create. And it's really all in the mind. And that's where that starts. So digging through, um, peeling back all the layers, layer after layer, you know, you're during this process, even now I'm still working through the layers. It's a never ending process, mm -hmm. but um, definitely the mindset piece and connecting with other women who were empowered and fulfilled and making a difference in the world and giving their gift to the world and actually loving it. Because that, that was a big thing because in nursing, right, I would give and give and give in the hospital, but it didn't feel good giving. I didn't don't even really know why it just like, it just felt soul sucking. Mm -hmm. So when I saw other people like really giving like um, other coaches, giving their selves to clients and they loved it, I just couldn't understand like, well, you're helping, but you like it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so when I started, um, I, I started incorporating what I was learning, I started helping my friends with it. And they started changing their mindset and started making changes in their lives. And then one day, um, something landed in my inbox. It was a nurse coaching program. And I was like, oh, nurse coaching, like, okay, it could be a health coach. That, that sounds cool. Like I know health and nursing and I can incorporate that. And um, so that kind of started uh, my, my coaching learning. It just kind of fell into my lap. And um, ever since then, it was um, just peeling back the layers and improving my mindset and really trusting um, the universe to deliver to me. A big piece of it also is the spirituality aspect um, of being able to just know that I'm where I'm supposed to be at the exact perfect time. And I'm going to be given everything that I need in the moment. And that I don't even need to know the how of what I want. I just know that when I keep pursuing what I want, then um, I'm going to just be handed things and opportunities and people that can help me get there. I love that. <laughs> I'm huge on mindset and so many coaches are right. I think most right. coaches focus on mindset, but 
I know like what I do in my strategies in terms of mindset, what those look like, but I love asking other coaches and just other people that are really, um, you know, really work on mindset. What are kind of your top strategies? Like what is it you do to really keep your mindset in the, the frame that you want it in? One, one big piece of it is, you know, everything boils down to fear, right? Love and fear. And when we take the fear and we know that it's, it's, it's just a separate entity of us. And I like to picture like, um, let's say you have an anxiety part of yourself. You have a fearful part of yourself. You have a judgmental part of yourself. I like to take each of these emotions and I like to embody them as a different person. I make them, um, I like, we'll pick an outfit for them. I'll have um, a conversation with them and they'll talk a certain way. They'll look a certain way. And when you can realize that these different pieces of us are actually trying to help you in a way, you can start and accept them and just start to bring them along for the ride with you. Um, as opposed to shutting them out and trying to change them, you can actually just take them with you and say, okay, I see you. Like, I know you're just trying to help me here. I know all you want me to feel is love and success and, um, you know, make money or um, have a good relationship. That's what you want from me. That's amazing. But that's not how we're going to do it. So mm -hmm. having the conversation with that other part of yourself is a really fun and um, Im important thing that I really, really like to do. It's, it's, it's really good just to see that other piece of you kind of outside of you um, mm -hmm. as like a separate person. Does that make sense? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, do you, I don't know if, are you familiar with emotional freedom technique, like tapping? Mm -hmm. It's yep. very similar to that, you know, when you're tapping and you're talking to this part of you to kind of like calm it down. It just reminded me a lot of that, um, which is really, really cool. So one of the things you and I talked about before we were recording, like when we first met was being able to get out of your own way. And I, I know that we can, and you said this, you know, at the beginning was we can have the things that we want in life but oftentimes we hold ourselves back, right? We get into our own way. So what does you know, it mean to you to get out of your own way? It's moving through the fear, moving through the blocks that you have and not being stopped by the fear ultimately. Um, and for you creating your own confidence, having your own back, making decisions and then creating a mindset around it that supports you in what you want. You know, confidence is like riding a bike, right? You you have to do it in order to feel more confident. Mm -hmm. So getting out of your own way is making steps toward your goals and just having um, thoughts that support you in that. And it's um, not being stuck by that fear and bringing, like I said earlier, bringing the fear with you, putting it in the passenger seat and stop letting it drive, um, but still taking the action toward what you want. I love that. I love that. Um, one of the things too, like for coaches, I think people always have this idea that, you know, coaches or even just business owners at all have it so together, right? They, they know what they're doing. Everything works out perfectly, which is BS, right? Like that's not true. I'm a business owner. I'm like, I know this things happen, right? Things 
show up and our the voice in our head wants to come back and be really strong. So what kind of strategies do you use for yourself if things don't go according to plan or if things don't work out the way you thought they would? One of my favorite things to do is journaling. Um, I think it's super helpful for me and others to get out their thoughts on paper and then you can see what's going on in there because you think um, how many thoughts a day, I, I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot, a lot of thoughts yeah. <laughs> and they, um, your conscious mind only can pick up a few of them and the rest kind of go through your subconscious mind. So when you can put the thoughts on paper and see what's actually going on in there, you can see like, okay, well, that's, that's not serving me. This is why I feel anxiety. This is why I feel fear because all thoughts cause a feeling and you can then start and rewire like, okay, what do I actually want to believe? What do I want to think? And why is that more true? So if I notice I'm feeling a certain way, I usually can pick up a feeling first, right? I feel it in my chest or my throat, feel like super anxious. I'll just take the time, five minutes, whatever it is, and sit down and start and write and figure out what's going on in there that's making this mm. mess. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I am such a believer in journaling. I like I'm on that train hardcore. I love journaling. I think it's so powerful and writing it out, not typing your journal, mm -hmm. like physically writing this stuff. And I know like a lot of clients I talked to when I first, we talk about journaling, they're, they're, I don't want to say fear, but their self-talk that comes up is, well, what I'm thinking doesn't really make sense. Like none of it makes sense. It doesn't even matter, right? Like just put that pen to paper and whatever comes out, let it come out. It obviously is trying to come out. Um, and so there's no rules around journaling, just journal your thoughts, your feelings, journal, whatever your hand just starts writing, right? Like it doesn't have to make sense all the time. It doesn't have to ever make sense. It's just really, it's obviously stuff that wants to come out. And there are like many journal entries. I think if someone read parts of my, most of my journal, they'd be like, what is this girl talking? What is she, what's going on in there? Right. <laughs> because it doesn't always make sense, but there's something so freeing of just getting it out and writing out this stuff and getting it out of your head. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said about the automatic writing because I truly believe all, we know everything already. Everything mm -hmm. that we need is already inside of us. And so when we write, we can just channel that. Um, some people say it's like source coming through or spirit coming through, but it's really, it's your innate wisdom that's coming up through you and it's coming out by writing. So it's a really good practice just to sit down and take a little time to journal out your thoughts, whatever it is, it doesn't have to make sense. Like you said, um, just get it out. Yes, I totally, totally agree. Oh my gosh. I love journaling. <laughs> Everyone needs to journal. It's yeah. like, it's free therapy. <laughs> um, okay. Lisa, I want to know what's been one of your biggest lessons learned since you've started this, you know, transformational journey. The biggest thing I've learned is to be super, super focused on what I'm doing and not what everyone else is doing. And even now and again, I get caught up in comparison and it's just my ego. I know that, but it's like when I pay attention to what everybody else is doing, it affects me and my business and I can't think straight. I get anxious. Oh my gosh. Like, should I be doing it that way? I'm doing it wrong. Oh, I need to incorporate this and that. And it's like, you need to have tunnel vision about what you want and not let anything else distract you from mm -hmm. your big goal. 
Yes, I love that. There's so much noise out there, especially now with the internet and social media and all of these extra platforms. There's so much noise. So being able to really quiet that and stay focused on what it is you want and what it is you're passionate about and what it is, you know, that the the journey you're on. Um, so I really, I love that so much. That's a great learning. Yeah. And you know, not everyone is showing their best self to you on social media. Absolutely. I mean, they're showing to you what they want you to see, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're all struggling as well. You know, we're all human. We go through these things. So it's kind of like, it makes you feel inadequate when you mm-hmm. are and look at other people's um, things too. But yeah, with news, especially social media, it's like, you got to stay super tunnel vision on what you want. Absolutely. So are you, I know there's so many different, you know, people who they see negative things or they see something they don't like on social media or that, you know, bring stuff up for them inside. Are you one of those people who'll stop following them? Or are you more of like, okay, let's dive in and see why this is upsetting me, why this is bothering me? Oh, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're um, going to dive in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we're all, we're triggered for a reason. Life mm-hmm. is a mirror. And what we, like, let's say comparison and jealousy. If we're com- um, jealous of someone, that's because we think we can't have that. So that's where the inner work comes in is, well, why don't I think I can have that? And what's the real block here? Mm-hmm. Um, so even comparing same thing. And even if I have a trigger that they said something, okay, why am I triggered? What is this trying to tell me? What am, what's going on inside of me? So yeah, definitely doing the work around that questioning beliefs. I'm always creating new beliefs and um, just even the beliefs that I create that are new, they're still like, they still can be changed upon mm-hmm. new information coming in. So nothing is set in stone. Absolutely. And I'm really glad you brought that up. Like I am such a believer that life is about growth and development, like continuous growth. We're always growing. We're always evolving. And so what I choose to believe to be true today and a year from now might not be true anymore. I might need to create a new belief to be able to succeed in a different way in life and, you know, live a life that I want to live. And so I think it's so important to really make that clear that we get to change our beliefs. We get to choose what what we want to believe and we're always growing. So it doesn't have to be your belief for the rest of your life. Like a goal isn't your goal for the rest of your life, right? As you evolve and you grow. So your beliefs should grow with you as well. Yeah, absolutely. We create our own reality and it's almost, it's kind of scary when you think about it. I've been thinking about this of like, if I create my own reality, if I create my own beliefs, Um, then I'm responsible for Mm. my life. And I think that's what stops a lot of people from doing this work is because they want to, you know, it's easier to blame the outside than it is to take responsibility for what's going on. So true. Yeah. And so many people, that's what it's focused on, right? Because it's people shy away from doing the hard work right? It's, it is hard work, digging deep, figure, finding who you are, loving who you are. That is not, doesn't come easy. It is hard work, hundred percent worth it, but people shy away from it. It's easier to just, um, you know, keep trimming dead leaves off a tree than to figure out why the leaves keep dying in the first place. Right. And it's the same thing. It's easier to just band-aid solution, everything in life instead of digging deep. But when you dig deep, it is so much more worth it. And that's when you get to live a life that you truly, truly love. 
Yes, I love that example. And it's like, I've truly experienced love for myself that I never felt before. Like growing, like I said, I was growing up, it was picked on and I just always felt out of place. And um, I was always using my outer world to make me feel better, um, like as we all do. And I truly, truly now, like I'm so grateful for this work and I really, really, really love myself. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, that is amazing. What I want to know, what is one of your like favorite quotes? I love asking people this because I love mm. quotes. Um, I love, well, it's a question. Um, how good can it get? Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. Is it, it just opens you up to miracles and how good can it get? How easy can it get? How magical can it get? Oh, I love that. Journal on those questions to everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> how wealthy can I get? <laughs> yes. How wealthy can I get? I love that one. Um, beautiful. I love it. What are some, you know, one or two takeaways for the listeners before, you know, that are listening to this before they end this podcast, what is something they can, you know, take away from this and start doing in their life today to start the path of, you know, being true to themselves and living a life they love? The first step is to figure out what you love and start doing that. <laughs> know that if you're in a nine to five, or if you're doing something that you don't like, that you don't have to be there forever. You can start now and you can start living the life of your dreams, but it all starts with you and making the choice to start and just do the things that you love. We're all given these special talents and passions for a reason. And when you can combine what you love and what you're good at, that is the secret sauce. And that's when you'll be living your purpose and be really fulfilled. And you've, you've come here to make some sort of impact and using your special gifts and talents, you'll be able to make an impact in a special way that's right for you. So I just empower people to start and follow their dreams and discover what really lights them up and really go for it. Even though you may not know what it looks like yet, just taking the little action steps to um, have a really good day, you know, just start super basic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And asking those kinds of questions, right? How could, can I get, what would I love uh, to really start the thought process? Because sometimes we are stuck. Sometimes we don't always know what we want in life or what we're good at. So really being able to take some time and ask yourself the questions and do the journaling over it until, you know, some clarity comes out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Okay. Tell us all where we can find you. You can find me at lisaconto.com and that's C-O-N-T-O. And I'm over at Instagram and Facebook, lisa.conto. Beautiful. And I'll put all of that in the show notes. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show today. Any final thoughts or words of wisdom you'd like to leave us with? Um, be you, be true and go for your dreams. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. If you like what you hear on the Trudy podcast, hit subscribe and head over to our website at the and learn more about what we do.